what it is. How's it going, everybody? Today, we're going to be talking about Bodies, 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 the newest A24 horror comedy coming out in theaters. We're going to talk about all the things. We're going to talk about men too old to be hanging out with teenage girls, talk about the Gen Zs and all that, social media, being middle class. It's going to be a whole thing. So sit back, relax, grab a snack, grab a beverage, and listen on in to the first ones to die. Hello everyone, welcome to the first ones to die. My name is Jonathan. I don't know why I said that so enthusiastically. I don't think I've ever said the word die so enthusiastically, but uh, yeah, we're the first ones to die. I'm here with uh, our lovely hosts, Alex and Jerome. Alex, how you doing today? I'm dying. Yeah, you've had an exhausting weekend. Uh, And it's only Saturday. So uh, Jerome and I went to Comic-Con Thursday and Friday. I also got my big part of that was I also got to go to the Seahawks versus Bears game fantastic i got to go with my sister we had to we got club seating which was way fancier than we were used to we were not prepared for any of that uh we were in the middle of all these seahawks fans and we were like okay we can't cheer for the bears too loudly because we have no backup there's nobody going to help us if, if they decide to just go because the seahawks were getting their asses kicked and the third quarter was so bad and so boring. We were like anticipate. I was getting tired because we had just gone to Comic-Con that day. So I was like, oh, maybe we should just leave early. But luckily, Christian was like, no, this is we're never probably coming back ever. That's like when we went to like, that's like when we went to that Sounders game in Portland. And it was just mm-hmm. the Sounders fans in that one section, all all uh, Portland fans. And then we had to do the yeah. walk of shame because they lost. Uh, they and lost then they, they heckled us. I, I will say the Seahawks, yeah, they did. That was kind of weird. It was a weird moment uh, walking down the street and getting heckled in Portland. And not for my rate. And not for my race either. That was the first thing. Um, but we say, and the fourth quarter got actually really good. And the Seahawks got to 17 points. So it was only 27 to 17. It's still lost, but lost with dignity, I feel like. Right. Um, and then this morning or Saturday morning, from when you guys are listening to this, I went kayaking for the first time ever. How was that experience? It was terrifying <laughs> because I went with a couple of coworkers from my orthopedic department. Um, the person I went into the kayak with didn't know how to swim either, wasn't good at kayaking. And there were just moments where we were just stro- where we just stopped and we just let the waves take us. Like we're in the middle of the lake and we just put the, we just put the paddles on down and we're like, do you want to just float here for a minute? Like, damn, all this. Like, put, yeah. this pa- put the paddles down. All right. Just- yeah. And the, <laughs> and the other two people we went with started rowing everywhere else. And we're like, they'll eventually notice we are not behind them anymore. So it's fine. We're all good. Um, but I'm so exhausted. I will not be attending Comic-Con on Sunday or this past Sunday because I'm done. I'm out. The thirties have won. I accepted it. I can't do all that stuff anymore. Can't do. I can't pack jam a weekend without having a solid day of like just letting my body recover. But all in all, I mean, it's it's been a fun weekend, and I've had now two new experiences that I can say I had, and just both were amazing. Terrifying was this recent one with kayaking because water freaks me out a little bit, but I really wanted to go, and I got wet. 
there were waves that were really big and they got in the kayak and I got wet. Yeah, and that's was, like a part of kayaking is like you go and get wet. Like you're not going to get other, wet. Yeah, like a little bit. I had to wring out my sweater because the wave literally went up. I was like, oh, screw this. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't want to ever do it again. It was lovely. I had a good experience and I love the people I went with, but I'm never, ever doing it again. We do, never. though, have to do that that big boat, um, like white water rafting. I think we talked about it a couple weeks ago. And I said, and I agreed, but somebody has to put like an apple tracker on me. Because if we go overboard, I'm going to just also like I was mentioning that to them. I'm like, it's fine. But like, chances are like I go underwater and I end up somewhere else or my stupid ass will be like, oh, that's a pretty flower and wander off into wherever these rivers are, nature, forest areas. I'm like, somebody has to keep tabs on me because I barely keep tabs on myself. <laughs> it's yeah. So I will go. But somebody puts a tracker on me. All right. At least for that day. It's um, done. But other than that, I am exhausted, but I had a lovely time. And look, my sister-in-law got me a new mug. It's a mushroom. Hey, oh, look at that. It's so cute. I love it. Oh, that's cool. And that is my adventure. Nice. Sounds like you've had a lovely, <laughs> lovely last 48 hours. Um, <laughs> for real. Jerome, how have you been? I've been good. Um, like Alex said, did Comic Con for two days. It was cool to see all of my, um, or at least as many, uh, some of my milestone initiative friends. Not everybody came, um, of course, because we're all over the country. Uh, but I did get to see Greg Burnham and uh, get his book Tuskegee Airs. So shout out to him. And also, if you haven't read Tuskegee, uh, Tuskegee Airs, you can order it online. Uh, we'll probably put a link in the description uh, so you can pick that up. Um, it's a good book, self published, really good. Um, and then also I uh, got to run into Julio Anta, who is another friend from the Milestone Initiative as well, uh, who's doing big things. Um, his book, Home, is doing very well. If you haven't picked it up yet, I have re started reading it. It's really good. Uh, it's being published through Image, so you can get it at any of your local comic book stores or Barnes & Noble. So, you know, go pick that up if you can. Um, yeah, I also saw my teacher, Amy Chu. Who's done also amazing things so it's been great it's been i like had a fun at comic-con also is uh we got to see a lot of cool vendors pick up a lot of back issues i got a bunch of uh hold on hold on the question so <laughs> i got a lot of reading materials to go through um of denny o'neill and dennis cowan's uh the question run at least the first 11 issues anyway i know they did more than 11 so that's a good start um, and then uh, thanks to Alex, got some Ragman issues as well. So uh, a character that I have uh, like through this search have found that I guess not enough people know about. <laughs> um, but because uh, it's a man in rags. Who? What superhero is this? His name is Ragman. <laughs> <laughs> He's a mystical superhero. His rags are like magical. Um, but yeah, it's uh, you know so you ha we did that. Um, and that's pretty much it. I haven't really done much else this weekend, <laughs> this this past week. Oh, uh, I do want to thank Jerome publicly because, so I was supposed to do a photo op with Brendan Fraser on Saturday, but because I had the kayaking thing change up, or it was actually on Saturday, I thought it was going to be on Sunday. I had done the photo op for Saturday, but I changed the last minute to Friday 
and Jerome was very nice and helped run with me to where it was and gave me encouraging words when I clearly was like dying, trying to even walk normally <laughs> and was very patient while I went, while I did all like my stuff. So again, Jerome, I appreciate you. That was very helpful. And your encouraging words meant a lot as I was literally dying <laughs> when I finally, was, I had to use my inhaler. I couldn't breathe. I was like, I'm okay. I'm okay. I got like really sweaty and I was very like, I'm like, I can't meet him when I'm like sweating. <laughs> but it was very nice he was very nice uh and just i was so happy for that experience mm -hmm. no i'm glad you got but. the i got we made it on time because we almost didn't make it at least for the brendan fraser one we almost didn't make it um so yeah. i'm glad we got there on time so you could still do that yeah which i appreciate because that was another thing so yeah on on friday i also had to run a crap ton for that photo uh and i have such short little legs it's so very hard i think you were just walking your normal speed while i was running i was also <laughs> thankful he didn't just walk away because i when i run i run like a penguin i shuffle <laughs> my little feet go like this because i look ridiculous but um thank you again of course and what about you jonathan what exciting things have you done this past week or weekend or are you just having an Normally, it's a good normal day. I was like trying, trying to be like boring it's, or something. No, it's been my this week. This past week has been pretty boring. Um, <laughs> it's my it's it's my last. You be accurate. Yeah, I'm 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 not offended. The this this uh it's been pretty boring. Um, this upcoming week is uh, my final week before I start rehearsals for the show. I I don't think I've said it on here. I said it to you guys, but I don't think I've said it on here. Um, when I'm listening, I'm doing a show. Um, and actually, I did say it on here. Never mind. Um, I think I did. Talk about the show. Anyway, anyway <laughs> um, I'm going to be doing a show at the Geffen Theater. It's called The Inheritance. Um, and it's going to be this fall. So if you're in L.A., and want to check it out? Then come see it. It was it's it's uh, West Coast premiere. It was on Broadway and it got rave reviews. Won like best play at the Tonys, and uh, it's gonna be in LA. So um, I'm gonna be doing that. That's gonna take up a lot of my uh, fall. So it's gonna be exciting. And uh, I, I'm doing a fitting this Thursday. Um, yeah. So uh, so fun stuff. The calm before the storm. Right now. Absolutely. Yeah. I was yeah. about to say, that's kind of doing rehearsals is like a lot, or it can mm -hmm. be a lot, at least. Yeah. Which, um, I mean, you know that. I, but. <laughs> right. I was well. not, a, I, th I was the only one who wasn't a theater kid here. Um, but you a, have that. You I have mean, a, I wasn't a theater kid. I like did like church theater, but not like real theater. It's not quite the same. You do have that credit, that, that one. Credit. <laughs> oh, yes. I played in a, a zombie in a movie nobody ever saw <laughs> in a student film. <laughs> and that was it. It's an uncredited credit. Uh, but I'm excited for you, Jonathan. This sounds like it's going to be a great opportunity, one. And then, two, it sounds like fun. And I, w 
I have it up on my phone. I was going to read what the play was about because it's called The Inheritance. I don't think I read it yet. <laughs> so I do have to read it. Uh, it's literally one of the 20. If you look at my web browser on my phone, there are 20 tabs open. Oh, I, yeah, I, I know the feeling. I know the feeling. Yeah. I'm like, I was like, oh, every time I open a new one, I'm like, oh, I should go back and look at this. See if it's done. No. Yeah. I just, I keep adding. Yeah. But. Uh, well, what we're going to talk about today, as you probably know from clicking on this podcast uh, we watched the movie Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. It's the new A24 film. It is about a group of rich 20-somethings. They plan a hurricane party at a remote family mansion. And a party game turns deadly in this fresh and funny look at backstabbing fake friends and one party gone very, very wrong. The film stars Amanda Stenberg, Maria Bakalova, Rachel Sinat. Chase Suey Wonders, Pete Davidson, Mahala Harold, Lee Pace. And it's a horror, slasher, satirical comedy film. And basically how this review is going to work if this is your first time listening to one of our reviews. We first talk about what we liked about the movie, what we didn't like, our general thoughts. Then we'll warn you and go into spoilers, just in case you haven't seen the movie yet and you just like listening to our voices, which we really appreciate. But, you know, we'd love to have you involved in the full conversation. So go see the movie um, if you haven't already. Or if you don't care about spoilers, then just keep on pushing with us. Uh, so mm -hmm. I think, Jerome, I went to you first for your thoughts last time. So I'll go to Alex for her thoughts first. Um, I immediately wanted them all dead the moment I saw the film. I was waiting for them all to be killed off. I was good with it. Um, there was like not one real likable character, except I guess the, the main uh, actress or one of the main actresses, uh, Maria, Maria, Bac Maria Bacalova, Bacalova, who plays uh, B. Bacalova. Mm -hmm. She was cool. I, I mildly liked her character. Everybody else needed to die quicker. Um, <laughs> die quicker. And I did, uh, I had been, when I saw the preview for this movie, I was like, Lee Pace, what are you doing in there? Like, was it? It was a topic of conversation for like months. We were, cause we had been talking about the movie and you were like, what is, what is Lee? And I was curious too. I think it's so weird now that Lee Pace is in a movie with Pete Davidson. <laughs> like having that fact, that be a fact is weird to me now. Uh, and I think it's, I, I actually, I think it's just because, um, I don't think Pete Davidson is at the level of Lee Pace. But then again, <laughs> a lot of these actresses and actors aren't. At I mean, the level hey, of Lee at Pace. least he's like made it off of because a lot of whenever the SNL alum try to make their way into the movie scene, it doesn't always work out. Um, yeah, but he's still playing the same character. So does so every other SNL alum. All of them play the same characters. Leslie Jones is Leslie Jones in every movie she's ever been in ever. She she has never been anything different. That's fair. <laughs> Why are we gonna drag um, Leslie Jones? I'm now just saying into it's true. Yeah, hey, it's the same thing the with uh, 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 Kate McKinnon too. Kate McKinnon plays the weird no, girl in everything she's in. <laughs> she's Those great, were the only ones holding but up. But it's because she's good at, for a long time. Listen, it's what no, you're, you you play to your strengths. Is, is and you versatile. do what you do. Like you, like when you Kate, that, Kate all right, that's good at like doing like accents and like 
pretending to be other people, but when it's like an original character, I will give you that she plays it to her own. Uh, either way, the movie <laughs> was... I, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I was like, I was already pretty... I think it was a decent movie. Was it my favorite? No. Am I going to rewatch it? No. But I didn't hate it when I was watching it. So, I guess that's all. The that's a very, like fair you know assessment of a movie <laughs> that's the most that's the most even assessment of a movie i've ever heard of like i didn't hate it <laughs> and that's it <laughs> that's my that's my opinion i didn't hate hey, it hey we found out something alex didn't hate hey, uh, jerome what about what oh sorry no go ahead go ahead you're good um, jerome what did you think of it i think this movie is uh is all right it's very okay um I like and that and mainly because and the way the reason I feel that way is because I feel like like the satire was good. I liked a lot of the jokes and commentary on the Gen Z um, generation, like how like you know especially the way they use all the all of the sounding board um, phrases that has been invented with this current generation of kids. Uh, Love like triggered. You're silencing me. Um, uh, you know, like I, even though it wasn't said, I'm sure if they could find a way to throw it in there, whitewashing, like all of those different types of very politically correct things. Um, so I, I think the commentary there was really good, but I didn't think it was mean spirited. I don't think it was the the filmmakers weren't trying to be like, oh, I hate the ki- people who use this terminology or anything like that. I think it was just to poke fun and just to be like, you know, it's, it's kind of silly. Um, so I thought that was good. Where the movie loses me is that some of the horror elements got boring for me after a while. And it's mainly because of the setting. Um, this being a dark house where the only source of light is everyone's flashlights. So I was like, mm, um, after a while. And then also, the like while the satire was good, there's one scene in here where it just feels like the jokes just go on. Like the conversation's going on forever. And it, like it was funny at first, and then it just starts becoming like, okay, can we move on to like the next scene? Like I'm ready to go do something else, and uh, yeah. And then on top of that, like the way this movie ends for me is very lackluster for me. Where I was like, I was not that I was expecting something bombastic and big, just that I expected like to feel some finality to it. And the way this movie ends, it just feels like it kind of doesn't end in a bang; it ends in a whimper. Um, but, uh, overall though, I like, like Alex said, you know, it's not like this movie is like awful or anything, um, or that those things maybe like hate this movie. It's just the fact of just, it was all right. I don't, I think this is very much a middle of the road movie for me where I'm like, I, uh, if somebody wanted to watch it and I was in the room, I'd be like, sure, I'll watch it, but I'm not going to be like super excited about it. Um, so for me, I thought this movie was great. I loved this movie. <laughs> I, I knew you would, because okay. this is your movie. This is your type of film. The whole time I was watching it, I was like, Jonathan loves this movie. I don't even need to <laughs> okay. hear him say that to know that for a fact. There's a special episode coming, what Alex dislikes. And what Jonathan loves. <laughs> that episode is going to be too long. Jonathan loves everything. 
Uh, uh, <laughs> let's go back to our Witcher review. Anyway, um, so <laughs> let's go Good, back to our right. Arcane review. Actually, I, I didn't really watch that. You one. didn't yeah, like you it. You didn't watch Arcane. You didn't have an opinion. But I <laughs> that I wasn't watched. enough. That was enough of an opinion. Exactly. Clearly, you go on, Jonathan. <laughs> Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, I really enjoyed this film. Uh, I had such a fun time with it. I think the environment that I watched it in also affected it as well, because I didn't realize that AMC had these like premiered theaters, um, in some of their locations that were like only for the AMC plus stubs members and they had like nice seats. All of the rows were individual. Um, it felt like I was watching the movie like by myself, but then all of a sudden I would just hear the audience laugh at certain points and it kind of threw me off. So it kind of felt like I was watching like a sitcom. Um, hmm. But that's all beside the point uh, about the movie <laughs> itself. Um, I loved the humor in it. Uh, Jerome, I know the scene that you're talking about that felt like it was really long. I felt like it wasn't long enough. I felt the length of time that was that was put into that scene. And I was like, this is perfect. This is this is this is so good. Um, it's clever. I felt like I was me and I felt like also the audience was was uh, uh, was enjoying that scene as well, because um, we were just dying uh during that part but we'll get into that during spoilers um maria bakalova in terms of the cast maria bakalova uh she blew up from uh, the borat sub subsequent movie film and um i saw her in that but this is the first time i'm actually seeing her in a scripted like a fully scripted film and she was great in this i feel like rachel sanat if that's how you pronounce her name she is a star she was hilarious in this film. All of her like mannerisms and you could tell she was just like the uh the um uh what's it called? Um yeah, the the comic the, relief. The, there we go. Yeah. Um and yeah, uh I'll get it more into the cast later, but I enjoyed it. <laughs> uh <laughs> there were a few parts that we can get into in spoilers where I'm like, mm, that was maybe a little bit predictable. Um but other than that, I just had a really fun time with this film. And that's 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 what I, you know, that's what I appreciate out of the media that I consume. If I have a fun time with it, then I'll give it a high score. Um, so now we're going to spoilers. That's true. Malcolm and Marie also got a high score. I just want you to. <laughs> yeah, but the difference is <laughs> that review we recorded hours after I had watched the film. It's been a full two weeks since I've watched this film. I've sat on it. I've read other reviews of people. I've seen other people talk about this movie and I still hold this opinion. So <laughs> that is the difference between yeah, yeah. this and Malcolm and Marie. <laughs> Fair. Well, that's good at least. Like, all right, all right, you're holding it a little more. Yes. You got a little time to let it air out. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, is there any pressing matter that anybody wants to get into regarding spoilers for this movie? Yeah, let's get to that scene now. All right, that scene was long as hell. Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> and it was funny at first. It really was. It just it and it is in the. It's not that the joke stopped. It's just the fact of like my interest stopped. And it's and you know what it is. It's because I'm not in that generation. It's like so, <laughs> like me personally. So it's like that generation of like the constant political political correctness, like even if it's for a joke, it's like eventually it gets annoying for me. I'm just like, all right, can we move on? Like, I'm ready to go. Um, But that's not to say that the scene was bad. It just, for me personally, dragged, it felt like it was dragging on with the same joke of like these like kids who think they're so woke and because they're in in their twenties, but they think they know so much. is is uh it got old after a while um but that being said everyone acting wise does a great job in it they do a great job delivering their lines they sound very um very convincing um they did a great job so it's not like it's not like the scene was bad it just it just for me just felt like it was really long um to, for the for the same joke virtually and especially because a lot of it was expository information of just like let me tell you about your parents and all this stuff. And let me tell you about this one time. This girl cheated on you. And let me tell you about also this thing and how she hates your pot. And I was like, all right, that's a lot of exposition. You're just dumping on me right now <laughs> in this, like the beginning of this third act of this film. <laughs> y'all, did any of the podcast jokes hit home for any of y'all? Of oh, course yeah, no, they, they got did. Are you kidding me? <laughs> and she's like, she hate listens to your podcast. <gasps> And then she's like, it's hard to gain a following. I was like, all right. I didn't want to agree I with this character. But I, kinda I felt so seen the whole time. I was just like, you know what, though? She's not wrong. <laughs> like, I know the experience. <laughs> uh, I like, I, yeah, no, those jokes were like personal. I felt personally like attacked. Um, but like with that scene for me, it was... Like, I kept getting annoyed when they kept using those, like, words because I hear them all the time now. I mean, like, not even Gen Z people use them. Everybody uses them because it's just a lingo nowadays. But to hear them said, like, rapidly in succession like that, Mm -hmm. I was like, dear God, talk like a normal person. (laughs) It's okay not to use, Sounds like a Twitter page come to life. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think that's all it was for me was, like, I get the conversation because... I could see that happening in a high intensity. You just let everything out about how everybody hates you. Be like, well, this true. Then it's like, oh, and I would, I would just be on the couch going, oh, all the time. <laughs> but uh, I think it was just a rapid succession. And all of it was so close together that I was like, I get using like slang in, in just normal conversation. But this is also a dire situation. Why are you, do people, and it made me wonder, I'm like, do people act like that when they're in a situation like this? Do they still use these like slang or lingo words? And it's like, I don't, I get, I get weirdly proper when I'm angry, <laughs> become like an English gentleman out of nowhere. <laughs> um, so I was like, is this what normal people do? Also, but like my favorite thing came out of that. I mean, my favorite joke came out of that scene too. When she was like, you have to stop this narrative of rags to riches. When she was talking to Jordan. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. When she was talking to Jordan, who's played by Mahala Merrill. She's like, 
your parents teach at a university. She's like, it's public. <laughs> and I, I just like lost my shit because I was like, that's so funny because like the amount of people I have seen, at least on TikTok alone, who are like, oh, yeah, I never realized I grew up poor. And then they're like, we lived in the same neighborhood. You weren't poor. They're like, well, I just didn't have a lot of stuff. It's like, so what? You still weren't poor. You lived in a well-off neighborhood and went to a good school. You're fine. And I, yeah, I genuinely see that all the time. I think it was even a trend on TikTok for a little, oh, show us your childhood home. And people are like, look how sad we were. And it's like, you lived in a two-story home. There was a point in my life I shared a bedroom with everybody. So, like, calm down. Um, so, but that was my favorite joke out of the, basically the whole movie. Some of it got kind of funny. Some of it was like here and there for me. Like I said, it was, it kind of hit on this weird, even level where it was funny. And it was, it was nice to see that they're mocking Gen Z now instead of millennials. (laughs) (laughs) It's their time to get mocked all over movies and, you know, TV. Well, because especially because they're the, it's the, I don't know. Like I, I can say this because we're all millennials. The Gen Z pot, like, is it's the Gen Z generation is so, like, uh, if you at least if you go by the internet, you know, Gen Z generation is so like, we are the most important people. <laughs> we are the most important generation because we're making change. We're making strides by changing our Instagram page, like, uh, you know, like by putting a circle on our Facebook page that like <laughs> on our Facebook uh, yeah. uh, picture that we're making a difference. I sent like, you know, I helped out Black Lives Matter. See, look, black, hashtag Black Lives Matter, praying hands. Like, like that's, that, that was my contribution to the, to the scene, like to the movement. My, for me, it, it's a lot like Gen Z does everything like recording. And I'm like, they don't understand the struggle of what it was like before, like YouTube and shit like that, or social media, where like you, if you wanted to do something, you had to either make it on the local news or get a TV show from like MTV, <laughs> like Jackass. I had, yeah. I actually, where it's like, that's what people are doing. You can get it on YouTube and you can find it on TikTok now. So much easier. These kids doing stupid pranks. But it's like, no, before we had like Jackass and we had all these horrible shows on MTV where they had to put a little warning. Do not do this or at least don't sue us. It's like now just like everything is online and it's just like constantly, which I think that might be why Gen Z is so much easier to mock now. Before they just called millennials like lazy and entitled. It's like, all right, whatever. I still have to work my three jobs so you can talk shit, but I like have to go. With Gen Z, like, so they're just always on. A lot of them are still online. I know most. I don't know about you most. know what I don't though. With any Gen Z, it's a thing because it's un. It is a bit unfair because I'm like millennials were just as stupid as the Gen Z kids. The only difference is is that Gen Z has a camera on them at all times to film how stupid they are. Millennials, we got to hide it because some social media didn't exist yet for a long period of our of our childhoods until we got older so where we were old enough to be like well i don't think i need to film that i don't think i need to film me doing this dance real quick i don't think i need to film me on this uh on this wall twerking i don't, I don't think i need to film me lighting myself on fire that's not that doesn't yeah, seem like a smart yeah. idea <laughs> i i feel i feel like twerking did did come into the millennial um Oh, it did. Uh, landscape. But now it's point. getting it's getting insane. You got people twerking at funerals. 
That's a real video. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's gone, it's gone to a whole other levels now that, that even we have limits. <laughs> that's, so, so what is your commentary? <laughs> Jonathan. All right, that's our old man, right. old man and woman commentary for the for the year. Um, back to this movie. Uh, Pete Davidson is all right. Uh, <laughs> he's not. He that I really, will agree with. Like he doesn't I, really I, stand I, out I, in this I almost movie. Wish, as as uh, <laughs> as I was leaving the theater, I heard somebody talking to his friend, and he was like. That one scene where Pete Davidson is talking to homegirl in the office, that was unnecessary. That was just a ploy to sh for him to showcase, you know, his comedy and everything. And I kind of agree with that. Um, I, I almost wish they would have, I'm torn because I wish they would have chosen someone. I almost wish they would have chosen someone else, but that payoff at the end I really enjoyed. Now that was where funny. you find out how. I, when I said, I, when I said I the ending, I think he was the was perfect like, person to kind of represent that. Yeah, but, when I said the ending was lackluster for me, it wasn't the the Pete Davidson thing. I think was hilarious. I thought that was super funny, mm -hmm. especially given the like night's events, only to find out that so, right. it was an accident. Like nobody killed exactly. anybody. <laughs> so basically, if you haven't watched the movie and are just listening to us. <laughs> Pete Davidson's character dies. He has a, a, a like katana, a sword, or something. He has uh, like a. It looks like a. They called. They called it a katana though. Okay. But it looks almost like a machete. It's more. Yeah, I forget what that type of sword is called. And I want to say it's a kukri, but kukris are not that long. They're very short. So I think it's actually something different than a kukri. Anyway, they they end up finding that he's dead. Um. And that turns into a whole bunch of accusations and kill, killing everyone, basically everyone besides Sophie and B, Amandla and Maria Bakalova uh, dies in the movie because of it. But it turns out through uh, a draft in his phone, uh, he was making a TikTok and he killed himself uh, with the sword. So... Uh, <laughs> I thought that was in the I, I dumbest was, way possible too, because you see him like flicking it the right way. Then he's flicking it to himself. You're like, oh my god! I, like we literally heard the entire audience behind us go like, oh my god, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, I, th I think even I went because uh, <laughs> you know what's that. gonna happen. You're just like, yeah, you're just like, like, oh um, no, I, like it's. <laughs> Although I did enjoy the scene because she has his iPhone. Uh, and she has to use the face to unlock it, open his phone. Oh, yeah. So she just like, <laughs> so I give respect to Pete Davidson for not laughing when she does that. <laughs> so like he kept a straight face. It was hilarious. Um, I get what you're meaning about Pete Davidson. Not like he, they could have chose somebody else and it would have been okay. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think Pete Davidson fits that asshole. I, that character so well. <laughs> He didn't even fit that Aspen character so well that they're just like, all right. It's just, you did just. <laughs> I paused. I know I paused. I was starting to take a breath because I was also thinking about that office scene. So I don't know if they purposely did it or to throw people off or if I just thought more of it. The picture he takes of his black eye and the way he zooms in, I was almost prepared 
to see somebody in the background or see a clue to who the killer is. That was my anticipation. And a couple other moments where I'm like, all right, this is kind of like, it feels like it might be important to remember later. It was not. These things were never used again. Mm -hmm. Um, And that kind of bugged me a little bit because it may have just been to throw the audience off, which is like, all right, you know, you use the cliche things. But then also it's like, well, that obviously really wasn't necessary then. And it was, they didn't really talk about anything because she's trying to bring up the issue at the end. He's like doing jokes and it's like, um, didn't you pull her into this office to have a conversation with her? Right. So it was also that too. I, I also figured he would die early. I think maybe it was he's just Pete that Davidson. residual. Don't you remember thing. Suicide Squad? Exactly. I think it was that residual <laughs> thought in my head from Suicide Squad. I just had because if spoiler alert, if you haven't seen Su- Suicide Squad, um, he dies the, within the first the Suicide the Squad. Suicide Squad. Sorry, he dies within the listen. First that's the only one anybody's minutes. talking about these days. All right, that's the only one anyone <laughs> anyone cares about. <laughs> I feel like we could just say Suicide Squad and people know exactly what we're talking. Uh, I did applaud the movie for killing off the two white males first. That would be fair. Lee Pace got himself killed. All right. If there's a whole group of women around you with knives and swords, you will keep playing around. All right. Clearly something's going going down. Like I was. So I after this movie. Well, actually, before and I mean, not all of them are white, but you know what I'm saying? (laughs) I have come to appreciate Lee Pace. And the fact that he's just, if you have looked at Twitter in, in, at all and looked at Lee Pace, he's just doing his thing, um, posing, like look, looking very handsome and just strutting his stuff. And um, I appreciate that he's gotten into that era of his life, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> he's, welcoming, he's, he's gracefully welcoming like middle age. Mm-hmm. I, which a lot of people which a lot of actors won't sometimes and then it looks like oh this is really what you're doing this is where we're going but he's done it so gracefully I appreciate his character being in this movie though because it is a commentary on those like on those millennial people trying to hang out with Gen Z people or even older than that like cause I cause I've tried to hang out with uh, Gen Z uh, generation people And we just don't connect, even though we're not that far apart in like years. It's just it's it it really does feel like a different and it's because of technology, really. It's like they're the way they're advancing based off of, um, you know, their access to social media, their access to the Internet, all that stuff. It's way different than than what we had. So it's like they're at a different mental space. Um, And so it's interesting that he's kind of that character where he's like he doesn't quite get them. Like, and you can tell, like, he's, he tries to, like, he tries to connect with them and, and have fun, but he doesn't quite get how they operate, like how they do certain things and stuff. And he never really can discern when they're messing with him and when they're being serious. Cause to him, they're probably like, to him, he's probably like, you're all kids to me, but to them, to like, as far as they're concerned, they're like, no, we're adults. Like we, we are grown. So it's a, it, he was interesting. It was interesting to have his character as a part of the group. No, and I agree with that. Um, 
I've hung out with people who are like 22, 21. And I feel like I'm such a downer around them. <laughs> They're much more optimistic than me. And I, and I always feel bad because I'm like, I'll say something and be like, oh, I just brought the mood down. My bad. Um, and I feel like a lot of millennials are just a little bit darker. We, millennials have gone through quite a bit. So we're just a little darker in our conversation than millennial or than Gen Z. They try to be more positive and I respect them for that. They do. But I think, they yeah, that, that was a clear cut. And it, it was openly explained very quickly why Lee Pace was there. Mm-hmm. It's almost like they knew people are going to be questioning this through right. the whole movie. So it, let's just like you were right now. Yeah, I was like, "What the hell, Lee Pace?" <laughs> I'm like, "I like you so much, but like, what are you doing?" Uh, for a second, I was thought he was entering like his his Snoop Dogg era, <laughs> and I say Snoop Dogg era because Snoop Dogg has like fulfilled his musical music career, and now that it's like uh, somebody I saw this I think on Tumblr once, somebody said Snoop Dogg fulfilled his main quest which was music now this man is just doing side quests because he's hanging out with like martha stewart he's got a wine but he's also you know coaching his son's i think football team he has a cooking show sometimes he did the olympics with kevin hart he does random movies that are ridiculous and this man's just like do whatever he wants he's like i wanted to be a vampire hunter what can i say (laughs) yeah he's just like He's like, cool, you got a random movie for me? Let's go, let's go. Yeah. So like, I was like, all right, is maybe it, Lee Pace that, is entering that that's era. Like, that's like a fulfilled career. You get to experience a little bit of everything. And what I love is that he, Snoop Dogg does take it seriously. Mm-hmm. It's never just like, hee hee, I'm here. He's like, all right, let's do this. Let's let's get down to business. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do it. With charisma um, and personality. And knowledge of the situation he is entering, mm-hmm. which is really cool. Um, so yeah. And I thought Lee Pace was like entering that era where I'm like, are you going to just like, you've done weird stuff and you've done (laughs) indie films and like, that's cool. But like, this is really kind of weird with all the age range. But like I said, they did explain it pretty fast because like people were questioning. I was questioning. So they knew they probably had to answer right off the bat. Right. I thought, oh, I was going to mention my Holla Harold who plays Jordan. I thought she was um, the killer for the longest time. Like, <laughs> I, they made her look right, like yeah. She was the obvious one. So I uh, know her from uh, Industry on HBO, which is a great show. Season two is airing right now on HBO um, Max. And um, it's a great show, although I don't understand a lot of it because it's very, it's about like um, the stock market the in England. Yeah. It's it's like about like trading and, and the stock market in, in, in London. Um, and so I, there's, there's a lot of jargon and terminology that I don't get, but it's, it's a very good show. Uh, <laughs> but uh, anyways, she stars in that. Um, but she was really good in this. I enjoyed her in this. And uh, she did get on my nerves. Her character did get on my nerves. Um, because she just kept like pulling out, yes, talking and pulling out guns on people for no reason. And although I I told Alex this when I left the movie theater, I feel like Sophie deserved to be shot just once because this girl is what is pointing a gun at you, telling you to stop moving. And she is steady walking up on her. With the gun, I'm like, you gotta shoot her just to prove a point because because <laughs> she's just steady like walking. I'm like, what is wrong with you? There is a per- person pointing a gun that is loaded and you know it is at you. Stop moving. 
<laughs> and she's telling you to stop. I'm say, don't move because you could get shot. She's already killed one person tonight. She's willing to kill again, probably. She shot. She shot that girl twice. She shot. Uh, that yeah, she did shoot her on purpose one time. The second time was just in the struggle. But even still, Alice. Yeah. <laughs> um, I will say, if we're ever in a situation, guys, the way Jordan behaves, I will kind of act like that. I go into like a tactical mindset. So, like, I'm not the murderer, but like, I will behave like a tactical person. It's okay, Jonathan. Uh, we'll just assume she's the murderer, mean? and we'll make do. We'll figure it out together. I swear to God. Are we building an alliance right now? <laughs> Whatever. I told jo- I told Jerome when the movie had ended. I'm like, oh, they can all just blame that one girl and be like, she murdered everybody and like clear it up nice. Oh, Jerome's to the like, police. You just had. I feel yeah, like just Jordan that's killed everybody. Necessary. We literally, literally have a bunch of evidence, and all of the evidence points to. Like each single crime scene explains itself. There's blood on the stairs to explain how Emma died. We have the video to explain how how Pete Davidson died. Lee Pace was unfortunate, but at least we could say it was in self-defense, you know, because there's a witness because Sophie and uh, B are still alive. Friggin' uh, Alice was accidentally shot by Jordan. And you can argue that that was self-defense too, because Jordan was like, about to probably kill Sophie. So it's like every single death can be explained in some way or has proof and evidence to prove we did not do this. By the way, I saw Alice's death coming from a mile away when they were right before they even started struggling for that gun. I just knew somebody was going to get shot and it was probably going to be her because all of the other um, not main characters and when I mean not main characters, I mean well. Alice was destined Sophia to die Beaver. the second she was in there. I'm like, you're the you're the the clearly like not smart character. You're destined to die at some point. But I was hoping <laughs> that she would last. I would. I was hoping that she would last long because of her jokes. Um, but <laughs> she yeah. was funny. I, I mean, she did last yeah. last pretty I, long. Yeah, she did. Mm-hmm. She did. I liked it. her better than most of the other characters. I won't lie. She annoyed me. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> Alice like drove me crazy, but like. She was less, I don't want to say horrible than everybody else, because she just- She seemed whatever. genuinely sweet, like like a genuinely mm. good, nice person. Um, and normally it, it is the, it normally right. is the ones who are like the most, nor, like uh, not normal, but like the weird ones that are the nicest ones. Like she's just like quirky and weird, but she's yeah, genuine. Yeah, she wants you to join in. And she's like, I want you to join in this conversation. What'd you do? Which is nice. I like that when somebody's more like, hey, just come be with us and like, let's be friends. And the other ones were so standoffish. Uh, the character Emma made everything about made everything about herself. And she annoyed Jordan me. Was just horrible. I yeah. was I was happy when she did. She make you mad that confused. she was a, she was just, uh, you know, doing uh, actors a disservice as a, as people who you want in your friend group because they might just fake cry oh, yeah, their way get... out of anything. <laughs> Have you ever done that, Jonathan? You ever fake cried your way out of a situation? No, See, I, I can I can say it. Or you have and you're I'm about to say he's now. acting now. He's lying. He's he's totally done that multiple times. <laughs> We've seen you up on stage. We know how well you can act. <laughs> First of all, when was the last time either of you saw me cry? <laughs> That's because you saved that for your other friend group out in L.A. Yeah, (laughs) because, you know, we'll be on to you. We'll catch on to it. We know you too well. (laughs) I probably walk away. I'm not comfortable with people crying in front of me. (laughs) 
<laughs> You'd be like, you ever seen it's that? Very awkward. You ever seen that Family Guy episode where it's Brian's uh, sad and he's crying and Peter's just, Peter's just like, oh, Brian, Brian, stop it. Stop. Stop crying. Stop crying. Stop it. Stop crying. <laughs> you <laughs> recall when you got your car stolen and my response was, well, at least it's a nice night. <laughs> Like, that's the response you should get when somebody gets their car stolen. At least it's a nice night. You're not, like, in the rain getting your car stolen and, like, stepping on the glass of the window or anything like that. Like, clearly, I did not. I got the comforting skills of my mother. It's not a good thing. I try. I will admit I do try. But I will say the wrong thing always. So, but, uh, yeah, I hate it. I think Emma's going to drown up everybody. At least it's a nice I, at least I try. That's that's all I'm gonna do with that. It's not a not the best comments I make. It's the comments that come first in my head. <laughs> but like I'm trying to be nice. Um, um, but I was just gonna say with Emma's character, like she was my favorite death because she annoyed me so much. Yeah, with her, like especially because it's yeah. clear that she did not want to be with him. Like she kept asking, "Where's Max?" I'm like, "Who cares? There's a damn hurricane outside." If anything, you should be worried that Max is even still alive. <laughs> That's true too. Uh, and like, she, she just, yeah, everything. Like also when she kissed Sophie in the middle of the hallway too. Yeah, that was like, really weird. It was just like, I'm glad Sophie was like, what is the matter with you? I am not in the mood to get down like, right now. Also, my girlfriend's here. Right. I can Although, sorry, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was just going to say, well, I was going to transition to Sophie, but if you had something else to say about uh, Emma. Uh, no, I was just going to say, I don't, I I guess, well, for, right, for plot, I was like, why do these actors or why do these characters keep separating? They were like, oh, we need to all stay in one place. And it's like, you all keep going to different rooms <laughs> right. in a giant mansion. In the dark. Y'all can't mm-hmm. like the, like which and filming I, wise that also annoyed me because I was like man can y'all get y'all thought of everything to bring except some damn candles. Also, <laughs> it felt like the layout of that house was not correct. Yeah, it was I, a little bit confusing to gauge what the layout of the house was. Yeah, was. okay, I was. I feel like everything was not I, set up right. Yeah, I don't think we got the full. It didn't feel like it was a a big house until you saw. Uh, them in like the what was it the racquetball uh, court or whatever yeah. um, it, it didn't you, you couldn't really gauge how big the house was mm-hmm. I don't think uh, and then really quick before we go to uh, Sophie Alice I will say right before Emma's death she was the only one looking for B2 that's another like thing I liked about her she's like talking to Sophie and she's like where's your girlfriend and then she actually goes and searches out for B and is trying to find her and like help her out. I was like, oh, so Alice is cool, and she will. Although like, B was weird, like why the hell did you put on? What the hell did you put on makeup for? This is not the time. Yeah, that was. Yeah, to get, she was to get acting sketchy. Looking nice. What is what is wrong with she you? She was acting sketchy <laughs> at certain points. Because I, I don't think that was really explained why she was acting so sketchy. Yeah, was, not or really. at least explained well. Um, but with with Sophie, I I like. Uh, Amanda Stenberg in, in um, and uh, like, but I feel like the character of Sophie was a little boring in the sense that she's Sophie a bit was underwritten. Like the straight man, yeah, yeah. Sophie, ironically, like she's 
a gay character, but like she's the straight man, <laughs> you know, like the the normal character. I, I get you. Um, and Alex only, yeah. only, only <laughs> Axel only made that mistake one time. Um. So I felt like I felt like uh, the character of Sophie wasn't as dynamic as she could have been. Um, but yeah. I think with Sophie's character, what annoyed me most was that ignoring the group chat thing. <laughs> because there, I there is a person in my life that does that. They ignore a group text I am in with them, and then they'll come back and then be like, oh, so are we doing this? I was like, did you... Did you not know, like, we explained everything about why it's canceled or why we're going or all this stuff. And then they want it re-explained to them. And then they're like, oh, I was watching the group chat. Then why did you not know if it was canceled or not? It's the most first world problem (laughs) conversation I've ever heard. It is. (laughs) Hey, I struggle a lot growing up. I deserve to have first world problems. (laughs) I deserve to complain about my coffee and my iPhone. I did see a TikTok today about a woman complaining <laughs> about all the reasons why she hates her Tesla. So that I I think Okay, I'm the, not I'm not there. Right. But I am upset because Starbucks is now closing at four o'clock on Sundays. Uh, so there I can complain about that. Listen, right. Chick-fil-A is closed uh from the sun up to sundown on Sunday. So if they can do it, uh I don't yeah, you know, I don't also, mind Starbucks doing it. <laughs> so homophobic so that's I true don't care but listen Chick-fil-A. the lord's chicken is still being served by served to gay people anyway <laughs> well, speaking 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 of homophobic and uh this is the character of sophie um so this this I, was, hold on hold on so- i i genuinely have to respect your transition of conversation. That was very good. <laughs> I do applaud you for that. You kept the theme and I'm you kept it moving. People at the, like, that's, the, that's the corporate side of Chick-fil-A, the literal side of Chick-fil-A at the restaurant. They could care less. They're like, look, you got money? Get here. Come on through the drive-thru. Get you some of this chicken. I don't care. <laughs> so it's like, you go get so, you go get a six-piece so, anyway. Sophie's a lesbian. So, <laughs> Sophie's a lesbian. She ain't going Basically, to Chick-fil-A. I was going to bring up... Uh, uh, be- right before we got on, uh, Jerome was reading an article, and I I had uh, saw this yes I'd seen this yesterday, and since then I've been uh, reading everyone's takes on it and and watching people react to it on on TikTok and whatever. Like uh, basically, so bodies 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 came out, and there was a reviewer named Lena Wilson, a reviewer for the New York Times, who wrote a review about it. It was a negative review. She didn't like it. What? Yeah, and uh, she wrote, one of the lines she wrote in it was that uh, it was a 95 minute advertisement for cleavage. Um, And take into account, uh, Lena Wilson uh, is a lesbian. And she got a DM, a direct message from Amanda Stenberg, um, who is also gay. Um, and I believe goes well, by she's, they uh, them pronouns. I thought I thought they were bi, not gay. I I think I think I think she, I think uh, they've come out as Here, as, as as gay. I'll look um, it up real quick. Go on with the story. Anyway, uh, so Amanda sent a DM to Lena saying uh, something along the lines of, uh, and pardon the language, uh, if. Uh, 
maybe like your review was great. Maybe if you hadn't been staring at my tits the whole time, you could have enjoyed the movie. And so Lena Wilson, yeah. <laughs> and Lena Wilson took that personally and responded saying, sorry, something, and then blocked Amanda. And then Lena posted it on Twitter saying something along the lines of um, like calling uh, Amanda homophobic. Uh, even though Amanda is part of the LGBT plus community, they <laughs> they are gay. Okay, and there's a literal article where she's where they say, "Yep, I'm gay, not bi or pan." Okay, okay, because I saw one um, article that said they were bi, but that could have been an old one or misinformation. Like, well, mm. w- which might be why. Uh, oh, she does go by she pronouns. Um, she is why they. What? Yep, I'm gay, not by your pan. Probably because it was an old interview where somebody made that mistake once. Yeah. Um, and then, well, and then Lena basically put out a, a video, a TikTok video, because people were were apparently dragging her on Twitter. Then Lena put out a TikTok spe- video. Well, saying, because right. like you know, the like yes, there's like a lot of the girls in this, you know, which is majority of the cast is is uh, women. Um, and but there's of, no cleavage. And well, there is because they. Um, Alan, like, the most cleavage in this movie. The most cleavage in this movie is from Lee Pace. The most cleavage <laughs> in this movie is from Lee Pace. <laughs> that is true too. Okay, all right. So it. W- I agree with um, but, Amanda. But anyway, to Amanda's statement, real quick. I agree with her. She was just wearing a tank top, mm-hmm. and she has. She's very well endowed. I would show a lot of cleavage if I just wear a tank top. Mm-hmm. It is natural for women who have bigger chests to end up showing more cleavage. We have to be really careful about what we wear. There are outfits I have in my closet. I have you literally tape them or safety pin because they will just pop open. Fits everywhere else but except that little area. So I think it was uncalled for for the critic to say that, and then she calling her homophobic for stating like hey maybe don't stab my chest because she would absolutely say that to a man as well right exactly people were saying that as well and that was that was basically not even the half of it uh lena put up a tiktok video after she got dragged on twitter hope running to tiktok hoping that people would come to her rescue saying that um like i uh I um, I got this DM and uh, I'm not going to take this from this person who has more power uh, than me, who has more social power than me, uh, and basically insinuated that she was bullying her, even though it was a direct message and you're the one that shared it. And it and Amanda in a video follow up like Instagram series of Instagram videos said that uh they were joking like it, they took it as a, they they were trying to be funny and like cute about the review. They didn't take it as offensive or well. It, well, she went to explain that, you know, because I do I am bustier like this is naturally how it's going to be. And I've had received comments on that since I was a teenager, since I've been in the industry. That's what I was going to say. It was like you got. um both Rachel and Amanda and Amanda both wore tank tops in the movie. So naturally that was just the way they looked, but that well, wasn't not, the focus of 
their character or their role in the film was their sexuality. I, I can understand why the cr- the critic may have said something like that. Because there were scenes I'm like, well, this isn't necessary. You're just trying to, you know, see two girls kissing. Like the big opening scene. Was not yeah, really it dragged weird. on was, for like, a long time. Right. So it was like a lot for me, too. But like that was my main focus. I walked into the movie like one minute late. So I just oh, then you you missed <laughs> you didn't it. get it the full a, makeout it was, sesh. It was just a lot. <laughs> <laughs> like they showed the straight tongues and everything, and I was disgusted. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I agree with Mandela. 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 Yeah, Mandela. Mandela. Yeah, because again, being a busty woman, and we make jokes about it all the time because we've had to. Most busty women are get that way when they're young. So we have to make jokes about it because it's a frustrating situation at times. I make jokes about it with you guys being like, hey, these get me free drinks. I will wear cleavage (laughs) and like shit like that. Or I will tease my sister-in-law because she's not as well endowed. And I'm like, I'll make jokes about it. It's just what you do. And the fact that she's like, oh, it's too much cleavage. That was your focal point of this movie. That one person had like maybe their tank top was a little lower. Like, there were so many other things you could have complained about this movie. Mm-hmm. But you complained about one actress and her cleavage. That was it. Yeah. That was the main... I can and, understand where she made that joke where she's... And I feel like it was a joke, too. Like, hey, maybe don't stare at my cleavage. Right. Look anywhere else, then. Right. There are plenty of other horrible stuff in that film that you could have talked about. <laughs> so, and yeah. And the thing about the situation, for me, it... it like that the the cleavage thing was annoying but it wasn't so much that it was the fact that lena the the reviewer she kept dragging it on as if she yeah, was getting she could have just like let this. it go and, right and it was this and it was this as people have pointed out and said it better than i possibly could have it's she claimed that amanda has more social power than her but she's a white woman who writes for the new york times she has social power, um, especially when you're trying to bring this attention to light when nobody would have known about the situation otherwise, and you are using this to victimize yourself. Doesn't have, uh, doesn't sit right with me. Doesn't have, doesn't leave a good taste. More than that, that, also, you're and an I adult. Was... Like, what's it matter well, if some if uh, if a twenty something year old girl doesn't agree with your review? Like you're a reviewer. That's like that's gonna happen regardless. Exactly. She's she can criticize, but she can't take the criticism right. of her like, criticizing. What's it matter? Else. If they don't like your review, they don't like your review. I'm sure there are, there are things I've said on here in regards to reviews that if the actual stars of that movie or TV show watch it, they would not agree with. But that's fine. This is my opinion. I literally say I hate Tom Cruise's face. <laughs> like off the bat. That is clearly just insulting his general looks. And yeah, I'm sure if he heard me and I said it directly to his face, he's not going to be pleased. <laughs> he would be like, what the hell? I feel like my face what is, the normal. Hell is this? God damn it. <laughs> what the hell is this like random person on the internet who doesn't know me? But I also saw, there's also, yeah, this thing of like, she is a white woman at an esteemed press and she's trying to make out like she, yeah, like she was getting bullied basically presenting the black girl as an aggressive person Mm -hmm. when she wasn't she said this comment this comment she's like that was it she didn't attack her personally she didn't go after her looks she didn't say anything about her actual writing she didn't you know make 
personal comments or tried to deflect. She was just like, hey, maybe you could have watched the movie better if you just didn't stare at my chest. That was it. She never made a true insult to her being lesbian because I would say that to anybody. Hey, maybe don't stare at the chest too much. Um, so yeah, she, she made it bigger than it was. And you are right. Cause it was a private DM and she could have just like let it go and been like, Oh yeah. Like she didn't like the, my, you didn't like her movie. Mm-hmm. So move on. Nobody likes everything. It's okay. Right. Yeah. And since then she has, she has uh, turned off her comments on like everything and hasn't posted. Oh, she probably had to. And she's blocked for her. Now, she's uh, she's best, protected her tweets. It would be best for them to just be quiet anyway, <laughs> just to just save some face for uh, a little bit. They're not. We're gonna. <laughs> I'm waiting for that apology video now. Right. Exactly. <laughs> the one she'll post for twenty. The one she'll post for twenty four hours, <laughs> but still find a way to blame the other person. Mm-hmm. And then when people are like, "This isn't a real apology," she'll take it down. I'm sorry right. that they were they're offended like, what, the by what I said, though. but I still stand by what I said. I'm just keeping it real with y'all anyway (laughs) (laughs) no um i wasn't no like all i know all of them were like lying to each other but i also don't know why when you're trying to get your parents to take you back like from cutting you off and all this stuff why would you bring your new girlfriend up there when you keep abandoning her with other people clearly it wasn't for emotional support and it's like you're trying to win back these friends and you're trying to get one to literally talk to your parents and then you bring up this stranger with you and it's like this feels like you're complexing a situation which again you know it's the whole point of the plot but also it doesn't really make sense either and like she should have reached out to them unless no her her phone had the same number she could have just she said it was she reached out privately to him why would she still not just reach out privately Right. In a group like that, everybody's going to know everything. Although B was like, I, I still, I don't know. I'm still circling back to B was weird, right? Like, I'm not just Shoot. making that up. <laughs> there, yes, there were many things that she did where that just didn't make sense, especially when everybody's already sketched out by you. Uh, it doesn't matter if they're unjustly or unfairly sketched out by you. They're still sketched out by you. And right now you're a suspect. So to be doing weird things to make you even more of a suspect is just not smart. I will say, I think her character got weirder because of the people she was around. And she was almost like appearing normal at times. But then she was around the people. I was like, oh, no, that's kind of weird. But I'm like, is it? So I think her character was weird. And then it got weirder just because she was so out of place with the other characters that were created. She was created to be around. Mm-hmm. So I also, I, like I said, I didn't, I was cool with all of them dying. <laughs> <laughs> I think the first seed, I just turned to Jerome. I'm like, they need to all die now. Also, how did that phone at the end, how did that survive like the storm and well it just laid there the the, it was life. there in the mud now granted my phone does that too where as long as you're not on it it is built to like when it hits a certain um like i think when it hits like 10 percent, it's built to automatically go into battery power like uh, battery saver mode so that way it'll stay charged for as long as possible so as long as it survived but- the night 
it would still have charge for at least a little bit. It would have not to the night because it was probably freezing out there because of the storm. And there's a temperature like regulator in the phones that if it gets too cold, it just shuts off completely unless it's on a regulated power source. Also, th- like my phone has touched snow and it's freaked out. So <laughs> I don't know how a hurricane. Yeah. <laughs> if anything, TikTok would have definitely been like, your video's been saved to draft. It would not just be up on the screen ready to go. Well, you know, that's just movie stuff, you know, because we don't have time to watch them, Same. like, go into TikTok and find the whole thing. <laughs> like, it's like, you know, they're like, look, the movie's got to end. So we're just we're just doing this. <laughs> that's fair. I do appreciate they kept it only at 95 minutes. Yeah, it was it, shorter it, than, it than, I, pretty than I expected. Yeah, but it I mean, did. it's a bottle film. So, you know, it's like, it's good to have that very short runtime with those type of films. Mm-hmm. I was also wondering about the drinking games. I've never been in a drinking game where some where my friends slap me. I mean, slap the taste out <laughs> yeah, your mouth I, too. Like it's not just a light smack. It's, yeah. it's, 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 a, it's a fight. It's a almost want make you want to fight somebody smack. I forgot about that yeah. part. Yeah, I was well, like, have you played bodies, 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 Jonathan? No. Ever. I've never I I didn't know it was a game until this movie. Oh, it's just you said you forgot about that part. I thought you were meaning like you've played the game. Oh before. no, with the slapping. Got it. Oh no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that part when I got slapped when I played Bodies Bodies Bodies. Well just that that's a rule no, of the game, yeah. I guess. You know, that's I guess we <laughs> No, that's a I think that I think they just drank and slapped each other. Yeah, I I, I had assumed I that, that that was separate from the game. I thought that was just a pre- a pre-game. No, that's a part game. of the game. You gotta get smacked first, and then we play. <laughs> no, I think it was just pre-game. So you have a reason to kill somebody because they slapped you? <laughs> I mean, also, <laughs> I, I mean... Remember that time you smacked justified. your taste out of my mouth? It's time now, sucker. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> it was justified. Uh, also, the game, the game itself, bodies, 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 you turn off all the lights and then somebody tries to touch you in the dark. Yeah, I I didn't really get the game. Was it just me? I didn't really no, get no, the no. point. Of- so they they turn yeah. So one person's a murderer. Turn off all the lights. One person gets touched, and they like pretend to be dead. Mm-hmm. Turn back all the lights, and they got to figure out who was killed. But if they find out the one they sent to execution wasn't the murderer, they have to turn off the lights again. Those two people are dead and just keep going till another person dies. But I'm like, um, I'm like, wouldn't it be easy to determine who the killer was based on where they were in in relation to where the person died? No, because it's all pitch black. You don't know where anybody is. Mm-hmm. Oh, that oh, that's assuming it's it's completely de- yeah. They had to make yeah. it you know for 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 movie purposes. They had to you know brighten it up. They had to put a little. I will say, like, that is a game I would never be willing to play with anybody. Like, because... Because I know... Have you ever played Mafia? I haven't played it, but I've heard it's similar in, like, the way... similar The way people... Similar concept and the way people, like, turn on each other real quick. (laughs) (laughs) Look, I was barely okay with 7-Up Heads Up. Like, even there... when somebody tried to put my thumb down, I was like, don't touch me. That's uh, the game. Like, what are they supposed to do? I don't, I don't, if I, if you are going to put a hand on me, not like violently or anything, but if you're going to touch me in any manner, even though like pat on the show, I need some warning. There's a warning. Like you need to make eye contact with me or something. 
I need to know who's doing it. The thought of like that's somebody the, like doing that in the dark room. Which is to why know I say I can't is. play it. Which is says why I can't play it. And Mafia's what is Mafia? It's basically the same as Bodies, 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 but you're sitting, you're just sitting down and there's like a, there's like a host or whatever. I forget what they're called, but there's a host and they say, everybody close their eyes. One person is like, I forget the rules. One person's the killer. One person's the uh, like bounty hunter or whatever. And then everybody has like a role and then they say, all right, the killer, shoot your target. And then uh, the the angel or whatever, like you get to save someone. Um, and if they save the person that the person kills, then they don't die or something like that. I forget the exact. Isn't that like just a murder mystery like party? I mean, of? it's basically like it's, Among Us, but as a as a as a like in person game as opposed to like on your phone or computer. Like it's you know, same thing. Right. Kind of like where I think like, I would turn on you guys. In movies. fact, Werewolf is the same way too, which is funny. Why <gasps> that's he, what Ram, that's he what mentions I, that's, it that's, in that's the movie the, <laughs> is Werewolf. That's the game that I'm thinking of. I'm not thinking of Mafia. I'm thinking of Werewolf. Yeah, that's, Werewolf that's is the same game. thing. Where yeah, there's the bounty hunter. There's like the there's Werewolf gets convoluted because there's a lot of roles in Werewolf. At least it can mm. be. It doesn't have to be. You can just play normal Werewolf, where it's one person's the werewolf, everybody else is regular people. Right. I've lived very different lives than you guys. <laughs> I've, 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 I think I've only played I mean, I've, it like I've once. never played I, Werewolf. I've, I just I've know seen, of the game. I've, I've seen, seen people, people play it. it more. Yeah, there you go. But, yeah. <laughs> that <laughs> felt a little defensive for both of you, but it's okay. No, for real. I love you both. I love you both hey, for who you are. It's hey, okay. I was a theater kid. Well, you we guys had cast parties. parties. <laughs> we literally had cast parties. Four on a That's couch. Have you ever played Four on a couch? Four on a couch is a good game. Okay, we'll have this t- conversation a little bit. All the games I missed out, apparently. <laughs> but anyway, um, the, the party games. Um, I I liked that fake out when Lee Pace, uh, when Greg, he, fa- he, he he got killed in the game. But everybody's like, wait, Greg? Oh, yeah. Greg? Yeah, I thought it was crazy. Greg, I was like, we're funny. starting now? And also, that makes sense. I, I was like, yeah, Greg would die first, of course. I mean, he's the only mm. one who doesn't belong here. <laughs> <laughs> but that was a good fake out. I mean, do any of them really belong? There? I mean, yeah, yeah they I do. Mean, they all, they're all the, they at least they're all in the same age group. <laughs> they all know each other. Yeah, but they're all terrible. Um, but I thought it was funny yeah, was when actually, Pete Davidson, I'm like, was like, I know how to, I know how to get him. Then he just <laughs> puts a cold beer in his nuts. Was, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that must have been a shocker. I wonder if it was actually cold and poorly paced if it was. Nah, he'll be fine. He'll live. He probably had a, a cup. <laughs> I'm going to move on from this conversation. I'm um, just thinking logistically. He probably did when they filmed. No, you're not wrong. But I, just like when Jerome threw the topic over to me, I'm going to leave that topic with you guys. Respectfully. Certain topics should stay with certain people, and that's okay. Uh, last character we should talk about is Max. Why? Max didn't even do anything. Max? No, because it's funny because Max actually played a big role in this movie, his character, because of the, what the events of the day before, uh, why all the characters were really like upset and hated each other and was the aggression was so high was because what happened the day before 
and what Max did. I thought, and then he just nonchalantly shows up again at the end. Right. I thought at some point they were gonna um, do the cop out, and Max was gonna be Max would be the, the killer. killer and causing all. I thought that savvy. same thing, but I was like, even though we had never met him, I was like, there's no way they're gonna do that because that would be so stupid. If like, yeah, who's the killer? This character you've never met, so you would not have guessed that he was the killer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? Hey, he's been in Shrill. Um, yeah, yeah which he's, I, he's actually, uh, sorry, uh, Connor O'Malley, who no, plays Max, he's the husband or boyfriend, something, of uh, Amy Bryant, who is oh. uh, from SNL. Cool. Um, and uh, Shrill. You had a guest star on Shrill, right? Not a guest star. I was I was uh, in the background of a couple episodes. <laughs> hey, I'm just saying, my mom immediately texted me being like, I see Jonathan. Is he in this? <laughs> Which you hadn't even told me. I think this was the project you were like, you were like, oh, I might be getting an extra position on, but I can't tell you yet because I don't know if I'm allowed to do it yet. I think that was one of the ones. There was one you were in where you couldn't tell me, but you like told me in every other detail. <laughs> <laughs> and then I think I forgot about it. And then my mom's like, hey, I'm watching the show Shrill. Yeah. Guess who I see in the background? Um, but his character, his the name of his character, at least, was the reason everybody was high with aggression and, like, hated each other extra or couldn't pretend not to hate each other at the moment. And was Jordan and Max together? Um, no, I think it was like there was implied that Emma because Max revealed that you loved Emma. And that's why. Um, well, yeah, but like the way Jordan. Oh, yeah, I guess Jordan was the only single one. No, yeah, but Jordan but that's had hooked the way up I was with like, Sophie. Was acting. That's why. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. Oh, that might have just been why she was angry. Yeah, she was angry because like, so like I, I'm sure she assumed that her and Sophie were going to be like all good. And okay. then it's like, then you show up with this new girl. Okay, yeah, I could for a while I was like, okay, was Jordan and Max together? And then all that happened, and then that's why she was really angry. But no, that makes sense that she was probably expecting to end up with Sophie. Um, but okay, yeah, no, that makes more sense. I got it now. But um, with all these characters, I mean, they're all terrible. Although Ma- Max, at the I guess, wasn't. No, he he was didn't terrible. get a chance to be terrible because he just showed up. <laughs> Well, confessing you love your friend's girlfriend is a kind of a bad move. Being on shrooms or not, don't do that. It's true. If you're going to do it, do it privately. <laughs> or go to therapy. Also, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's a weird, weird thing. All of them needed therapy. <laughs> Although, one of the characters, Alice, was getting therapy, yeah. I think. <laughs> That's why she was the uh, nice one. Yeah. She was genuine. Mm-hmm. She was genuine. Like she may have been like weird, but she was genuinely like nice. Like she was just trying to be cool. Mm-hmm. And uh, even though she had a, she just wanted to have a. Fun she just time. even though she really had a problem with wanting to say "I told you so." It's just like like I told you it wasn't Greg. Now is not the time. All right, now is not the right. time. <laughs> There's a dead girl here. God dang it! I won't lie. I'm a little guilty of that. I I love to tell people I told you so. Even in stressful situations? Yeah, I will do it. <laughs> I don't mean to be mean, but there is such a euphoria you get when you're like, I told you so. 
<laughs> really? Like things are falling apart? I'm just saying. <laughs> like, had you just listened to me? Uh, you can ask my sister. I do that crap all the time. It is not appropriate in the situation, but I kind of <laughs> connect with Alice on that. You just want the point to come across. I was right. I tell you, we didn't. I told you we didn't have to kill Lee Pace. <laughs> a lot of the stuff they did in that film, none of them had. Well, it's to do. true. Also, I knew he was gonna die though. Because I, here's, I knew he was gonna die. I know they were scared that they were like had bird. Although that was funny when they're like, I mean, he was a vet. It's like what? Yeah. You know, he was a vet in, in the war. He was a veterinarian's <laughs> assistant. <laughs> I was like, y'all don't even listen to good. your friend. Yeah. Y'all, I'm sure she said it that way too. And y'all just heard the vet part and then just just ran with it after that. <laughs> Which veterinary assistants, shameless plug here, is uh, Monica's job. And they are the ones who do the podcast, uh, Cafe with Strangers, where they interact with people, Latin people from different backgrounds who grew up in the Pacific Northwest. Right now she's currently, I'm sorry, they are currently recording in LA around San Diego. Uh, check out their podcast. It's very good and very informative and fun to listen to. But yeah, that was a really good joke that they pulled at the last minute. <laughs> and I was like, that's like, that's like interesting too. Cause you say the word vet and it really, your mind jumps to either veteran or like veterinarian mm-hmm. i usually think of veterinarian because i have a cat i think of veteran it's like i'm i'm sure that's what they were hoping the audience would immediately think in their heads well they said he was like immediately off the bat too when they were introducing everybody they're like oh he was in the military right so they said in the they military did say, like they thought he was in afghanistan or iraq or something and and then yeah when they came down to the conversation he was in afghanistan or iraq no, he was a veterinarian assistant. And th- I will give that, I will give this, this movie, gi- I will give it to this movie. They had funny little jokes like that throughout the film where it was clever. There were clever jokes hiding about in this movie. Altogether, like semi funny, but like the individual jokes that you caught in that moment were like hilarious. Like with the, you were upper middle class to the one person who's like rags to riches just because she wasn't rich rich Mm -hmm. and it's like your parents work at a university they're professors yeah in public yeah that was like yeah i'm like that's a clever joke there which you know really tickled me so this movie actually does make a lot of clever jokes and i can give credit to that that's where i think the movie holds up the most compared to honestly what's going on with the rest of the film when it sometimes just gets really like unneeded Gen Z style. But then again, I don't actually hang out with too many Gen Z, so they may be actually like this. I mean, it was, behind, I think the commentary was apt and, you know, and again, it's like, despite my complaining about Gen Z culture in the beginning, like, I think, you know, it's, it's a thing. It's not every, every generation is going to have their thing. Every generation is going to have their, their like thing that defines them. Um, so it's like, you know, like I'm just being an old person about it, but <laughs> like the fact of the matter is it's like, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, I think this movie just pokes a little fun at kids being kids. Cause you know, when we were in our early twenties, we did dumb shit too. So 
So it's just like, it's no different than these kids. Like, like, even just the way they date, where it's like, at the beginning of this movie, Sophie tells B, like, yeah, I love you. And she's like, you don't have to say it back, but like, I love you. And B looks weird. And I was like, all right, I guess that's a weird relationship. And then when they ask her, like, how long you and Sophie been together? Oh, six weeks. Six weeks? No wonder she looked at you <laughs> that way. Yeah, what do you mean you're in love with her? You've only been together a month. <laughs> like... Also, the same with uh, Greg and Alice. Mm-hmm. Like, all right, we're going on a getaway together. You're going to meet everybody. How long have you been together? Two weeks. Mm-hmm. It's like, good Lord, the three date minimum or something. I don't know how dating really works. <laughs> like, I avoid ever. Thinking I mean, about you got to gauge it. Like, like, you can't just like go on like this vacation with like a person you've only been dating for like a month. That's something more like, unless it's, unless it's. it's- Unless you that person is like you've known like you they've been a friend so they've been around for a while you just haven't been dating and now you guys are dating but we do know who this person is like that's different yeah but like if you just met this person none of us know who they are and you're just bringing them to like a vacation getaway in the middle of nowhere <laughs> where we have no access to the outside world I don't know about that it's like it's a little sketchy yeah. Especially a hurricane party, mm-hmm. where when a hurricane's happening, you got to shelter in place with that person. You don't know how long you I might mean, have to uh, be in quarantine, <laughs> be like sheltered with them. Well, that's I. You but, I mean, it, it could turn into a quarantine. You don't know what diseases they I have. have. <laughs> but that's true. People were like doing like I'm going to quarantine with this person, and like I I knew some people who like move they're like oh i'm gonna go quarantine with my best friend but she lives in a different state so we're gonna do it together because you know it's not gonna be that bad you are trapped in a house with somebody for originally it was supposed to only be two weeks <laughs> yeah remember uh, that remember when we were making like they were making plans like all right the quarantine's only gonna be a few days it's gonna be a-okay so we still going on bowling next week right and just making plans <laughs> and then yeah <laughs> they're like it's fine it's just two, hey two weeks vacation not a big deal I still had then to Then cut to two years uh, later. It's <laughs> just still. Two years later, I still have somebody coming into my medical building being like, you know, these don't work. Just put on the damn <laughs> Right, mask. I'm not in the mood. I don't care your ideology. <laughs> I don't care. I want to get you checked in. See the doctor. Complain to the doctor. I genuinely don't care. I say put on the mask, put on the mask. You don't want to put a mask? Get out. That's it. No sympathy. I don't want to hear. There was a guy who like gave me this long spiel about it. And I just kept typing. He's like, what? You don't have anything to say? I'm like, I have no comment. He's like, well, you should have a comment. I'm like, sir, I have to answer 36 emails soon. I have no comment for this. And I went back to typing and he just went and sat down in the lobby. I'm like, I don't, I don't care. Just put on the day mask because the doctor say put on the mask. That's it. And like, I'm also at the lowest level of the totem pole. You think I have any power? You think I can say, hey, you don't have to do it? And it affects anything. No. No. I'm at the bottom of the totem pole. Good mm. lord. Anyway, after that ramble, uh, final thoughts? <laughs> yes. Uh, I'll go first. No, I'll go last. Uh, Alex, no, you, you go, go first. first. You, go first. you always go last. Good. Go for it. Well, I was going to end on a positive note. But anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> I really liked this movie i enjoyed it i had a great time even two weeks later i still uh have 
great recall of this movie and like the moments that I didn't remember of the movie were, were fun to to reminisce about. Um, the cast, I think, did really well. I think it was very well cast. So shout out to the casting director. Casting directors don't get enough of their props. And I think because the all-star right job. now for casting directors, Sarah Haley, Sarah, either Sarah Haley fan or Sarah Halley fan, but she's the casting director for all the Marvel movies. Dynamite casting director. Really good. Who was the casting director for this? If I can find it within a couple of seconds. Casting by Jody Angstrich and Laura Rosenthal. So good job to you both. Um, <laughs> uh, except maybe Pete Davidson was maybe. But then again, like we mentioned, the payoff you, at the end. It was, you just need. You know what it is? It's not that the casting man. was bad. It's just that Pete Davidson did what Pete Davidson does in every movie. Be like that very like mm-hmm. uh, smug like character, character who thinks he's like. God's gift to the earth, but that's who his character's supposed to be. So it's not like he did a bad job. It's just that there's a lot of actors that that's their role. Like that's what they do. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and also shout out to my Hala Harold, who is also going to be in leave the world behind uh, probably next year on Netflix. I'm really looking forward to that. If you checked out our 2023 or 2022 um, expectations video, See, I talked about that. It's based on a book. And um, I'm very excited for that film with Marshall Ali and Julia Roberts and her. Um, what else? Uh, oh, and Ethan Hawke. Ethan Hawke's in the movie. Anyway. Uh, Watch Black Phone. <laughs> yeah, I enjoyed Your it. I thought, review the, of the movie. I, thought the, <laughs> I thought the humor was very good. Uh, and Rachel Sonnet, Sinat, Sinat, she killed it uh, with her role. Um, on maybe the somewhat negative side, I'd say that there were a couple of moments that were predictable, mainly the moment where Alice dies. I saw that struggle and that, uh, that death coming from, uh, a couple miles away. Um, yeah, I, I just, this was a fun movie. I definitely watch it again. Um, I was considering watching it again today before the podcast just so I can have like a refresher, but I didn't end up doing it. Um, and yeah, I, I I really liked this movie. Which I let agree. Oh, that's right. Um, I'm going to give it an A. Solid. I'm going to give this movie an A. Solid. Okay. What about you, um, I think this movie is pretty, uh, like I said, pretty okay. Um, but not in a bad way. You know, I don't want it to come off like I hate this movie or anything or that I think it's nothing special because I think it is great at it what it does best. It is great when it's doing with uh, dealing with the satire, when it's doing uh, great things with these interesting characters who are from, you know, so ingrained in our current like kind of Internet culture today. Uh, with the way they talk and the way they interact with one another and stuff. I mean, I think like, heck, when the title screen comes on, you have these two girls who just go from this like impassionate makeout session to they get in the car and now they're both texting on their phones like feverishly, <laughs> like even though they're they're this close to each other. And it's like, that's the world we live in today, especially for a lot of people in the age range of a lot of these, uh, of the characters, uh, the main characters of the story. So it's like, the satire of this movie is really sharp, really on point. I think that was great. Um, a lot of the jokes really landed and really funny, um, but a lot of the subtle commentary was also really interesting and done well. 
for me, I just feel like there were times where for the sake of jokes, the movie started to drag for me um, dialogue wise. Also, I feel like there's like, like we talked about it earlier, some characters we didn't really feel like we got to get a lot from them as far as like who they are because <laughs> we had to jump right into you know the action of the of the movie with all the kills and whatnot um but that being said it's that that doesn't that doesn't really bother me that's just more just something i noticed uh overall i would give this movie uh probably a c like c plus um i think it's like an all right movie and uh if you like satirical films uh, especially horror comedy films i think this would be a fun time to check out and watch and just chill with it and your letter grade i said c plus <laughs> yeah. oh, did you i didn't hear it <laughs> see you're just like alice is friends in my you don't listen to what i talk <laughs> like i told you he was a veterinarian <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in all fairness, sometimes you see a lot of better movies. You had the same complaint that we didn't get enough to see the characters. No, characters. it was slightly so in different. In all fairness, that it seems to be a constant complaint. Um, me, personally, like I said, it wasn't a bad movie. I didn't hate it. I didn't, it's not going to be my favorite one. I will give credit that they had very clever and witty jokes in there. The, all the characters annoyed me. I wanted them all dead. So. <laughs> Which is weirdly kind of nice, too. Because in a lot of horror films or dark comedies, you always have the really likable characters. You have the characters you want. Oh, I want them to survive. Mm -hmm. um, but all these characters were horrible to each other. And the way even Sophie and B being in a relationship, you didn't want them to survive either. Because both had lied to each other. One had cheated. You know, one had lied about her personal life. I was waiting for that to and come up, just, by the way, because we did find the panties, but she never confronts her about it. It's like, I found this girl's underwear. I know you're lying to me. Yeah, I thought that too. But she's like, I want to see your text. I was like, well, you have other evidence. Um, but so that that's that's what I was like. Okay, the, there was nothing that really made you want one of these characters to survive other than alice but then alice kept running her mouth and it was like shush for five minutes and maybe you can become a likable character i hate um, to say it but she has a podcast so I, she was never gonna stop talking <laughs> i'm not gonna do that i'm not gonna do that. i won't let you bring me into that um so that being said uh again i don't hate this movie i don't love it if somebody's if I'm at home and somebody's like, hey, do you want to watch it? And I got nothing else to watch? Yes. Again, but it's not something I'm really going to seek out or really look at again. Um, I will give this movie a B just because I think it was more clever. After, you know, sitting on it for a minute, I'm like, all right, this was clever. And the satire they used worked really well with the film. So I think a B is solid for them. Nice. Well, did you see Bodies, Bodies, Bodies? Let us know what you think if you're listening to this, watching us on YouTube. Uh, give us some feedback. What did you think of our review? Uh, we won't post you on TikTok and call you out uh, like uh, Lena Wilson, but uh, we'll- <laughs> I might we'll if I've had a couple puffs. <laughs> so just be warned, just be warned. Yeah. Um, 
yes uh let us know what you think follow us on all the social medias at the first ones to die you can also email us first ones to die at gmail.com uh, also if you're watching us on youtube go ahead and give us a like and a subscribe go ahead and give us some comments as well we'd love to uh know your thoughts if you're listening to us on your podcast listening platform Go ahead and give us five stars. Give us a review. We would love that. Uh, we'd love to know uh, that you're listening and an appearance by Cheddar. If you're watching the YouTube. It wouldn't be an episode if Cheddar uh, didn't appear. Just in- <laughs> exactly. He's got a lot to say. Can you not rub against the mic? You can follow me at Jonathan Keys on Twitter, Instagram, wherever you please. Jerome, where can the people find you? You can find me at Not Jerome Rhett on Instagram as well as at Robozoom Media and at Jerome underscore the underscore show. See other creative stuff I am working on. Also, if you want to find all types of extra, ah, my nose, you want to find some extra content that you uh, can't get on the audio streaming platforms from the first ones to die, check out our YouTube channel. You can see all types of stuff like video versions of all of our podcasts, gaming videos, vlog videos, mini reviews, book reviews, all types of stuff. So go on over there and check that out. And also be on the lookout on our Instagram if you've, uh, and other social medias where when we post next time we're doing any Twitch streams, if we're doing any. Um, we're going to start doing more of those. So be on the lookout for that too. Cheddar, tell us where people <laughs> can find you. <laughs> it's okay. I'll talk. I'll talk. You just keep rubbing yourself on my things. Um, so you can find both of us at Alex and Nobody on TikTok and on Instagram. And then uh, on TikTok, you can also find the first ones to die where I post little clips. So if you just want to get a feel of the podcast, there'll be little videos there. Uh, And comments that I make about movies, I usually let everybody know what we're watching next too. So that's also a good way to see what's coming up. And yeah, that's it for me, at least. Yes. All right. Uh, We'll see you all next week with something. I don't think we've determined what yet, but we'll see y'all next we'll week. We'll figure Let's it out. We'll have to look at the Google Calendar. Oh my god, that was yes. also a good joke too. He's like, it takes a lot of work on the podcast. You gotta have a Google Calendar. I was like, oh my god, we have one of those. This is it. This is it. <laughs> I, I feel so yeah, seen. Personal. <laughs> right? I feel so called out. That was, that was the only part in the movie where we felt seen and we could connect. <laughs> but... All right, but everybody have a good night, day, morning, or whenever you're listening. Yes. See you. Bye.